Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 94. Uh, so, we got a lot to talk about. Just got back from Roush, and, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot to unpack between <laughs> the, you know, some of the prep that we kind of touched on end the last podcast, or not end, but throughout the last podcast, right? Uh, and how that did or didn't work out um <laughs> the actual trip itself yeah and also kind of what we did while we were there maybe that's a good uh oh, thing nobody we can talk about, about what we did while we were there <laughs> it's all about the before and after <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about that is i literally don't have anything to add yeah i was gonna say i had a pretty easy ride down so i think it's the only before portion would probably be you kind of giving us the uh the old rundown yeah, and I don't, we, like we, I think we mentioned, uh, I don't think it was on a podcast, uh, that that whole saga could be, the the three-day saga of me trying to finish that green Jeep could be an episode in itself, so uh, I don't know if we want to talk about that right now or what. Just, go quick. Just give us a quick little synopsis of it. Quick synopsis of that. Okay, well, yeah. um, I took... All of last week off, even though we left on Thursday morning, or intended to leave Thursday morning. I think we left Thursday around noon Mm -hmm. um, to finish. I took the whole week off to finish Sean's Green Jeep, and figured three days would be plenty of time. Uh, Long story short, it was not, but I got a lot done, and then at five in the morning on Thursday, we were like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. It's not going to make it. <laughs> so, uh, it was a a little sad, but I think it was for the best for that buggy. I mean, we had a whole thing. We were cutting, not cutting corners, but we were cutting things off of the list that weren't important, that or that we felt weren't important to get it going for the trip. But ultimately, the thing wouldn't run right. Uh, we couldn't get it to stay running. Uh, the Dana 300 got caught in, in between high range and low range. So when we first pulled it out of the shop at two grand, because that is the only RPM that the thing would stay running at, it did a front, it did the most, I've never, I can't even describe it. The back wheels were moving at the speed of the vehicle and the front wheels were moving faster than the speed of the vehicle doing like burnout things in slow motion on the ground uh, <laughs> when we were all yes and it was you know having seeing that at five in the morning just after basically killing our, myself and jacob in the same boat working really hard on this thing for the past several days uh, was just odd like we didn't know what was going on at that point um i don't know how that stupid transfer case hasn't exploded but i probably got to rip the front half of that off and figure out what the hell it's doing and why it's doing that. Uh, I know why it's doing it. It doesn't have those stupid detents, but um, you probably should put those in. Wanna. Yeah. If you want to get it out, though, like, you know, and not have to pull the transfer case, just jack up an axle and it should unbind. Well, hmm. you mean, like, pick the axle up off the ground? Yep. My biggest thing and is, then... like, if we... We're, 
I, I need to put those detents in. I need to buy the detents to put them in. It didn't have them in the old buggies setup, but I think it's stupid that it doesn't have them, and it, it fucking needs them, because otherwise you end up with shit like that, where your transfer case is stuck between gears, and I don't really want Sean to have to deal with that in the middle of whatever trail he's doing. I think to build that thing proper, and I don't know, I mean, that case is... I already vocally... Uh, disapproved of that case both I think here and to him so I don't know it's I don't love it it's kind of pissing me off but it works so we'll try to make it work for a little bit at least till he wants to change it which I don't imagine will take too too long but we'll see we'll see it at least needs Why? Blind. it doesn't have in the inputs are stock doesn't have detents you know it does weird Mm -hmm. binding things where it doesn't engage low range for both the axles, I guess, right? Just stupid shit, so... and Which you shouldn't have to worry about in a transfer case setup. It's just real dumb. I'm not happy with how that is sitting at all. Um, you know, with else. an MC231, you don't have to deal with that. I know you don't. Uh -huh. 231s are great, but they also suck because um, they're basically a ticking time bomb. Unless you put a couple hundred bucks into them to do the wide chain. Or if you have a wide chain case that you can take all that crap out of and put in it. But even then, you're still dealing with a little flimsy aluminum case that, uh, as you know, blows up. <laughs> or pops holes into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think hey, it's funny it, that uh... both you and Trail Trash popped a 231 in the same weekend. <laughs> they popped a 231 this past weekend? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> we'll talk about that more later, because there's a funny story involved with that, but yeah. Happy uh, look. It does. It does. And um, then we were, I was actually, we were talking on one of their Facebook posts. I didn't realize the 241 uh, has 32 spline outputs. Yep. Didn't know that either, but something that we totally skipped over was uh, thank you for anybody who came out like, I know that not everybody was there specifically for us or came out specifically because we were going to be there. But, I mean, we had a good turnout of, like, 45 people that we knew, or at least 45 rigs or so that we knew there at Roush. So that was really fucking cool to see. Um, sorry that we didn't get to wheel with everybody if they wanted to wheel with us. Uh, I know we kind of skipped right past all of this going straight into talking about the rigs and whatnot. But we had a pretty good turnout. I don't know how everybody... How everybody else felt about it, but yeah, we'll say that it was. It did seem like everything flowed pretty well, especially with that many people there. Um, you know, and there were people there that knew about the event, but not the podcast, or knew that the podcast was doing the event and just showed up because people that they knew were showing up. Which I think that's how we kind of got like that large number. It was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean the that's, that's the goal. We don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like come out and do cool stuff. Yeah, it was. And, there I mean, was what in the past. It... We've had some really cool people show up, um, and it's just always been fun. Even though, and it's, you know, it's never, we're never organized enough to get out at a reasonable fucking time, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, I it's, apologize it's cool having the option to wheel with all those guys. I, I personally, I think. Luke, you and me especially didn't wheel with 
like I don't think I hit anything with the Long Island guys, other than I I hung out with uh, Mike for a minute at the uh, oh, comp course. Yep. Um, I know Colin and those guys had went out and they they met up with the Long Island guys for a little bit. Um, hell, we didn't even wheel with Curtis that much other than the first day. He no. <laughs> I don't blame him though. He, I mean, he wanted to hit harder stuff with the the big boys because now he thinks he's got his. You know, he's on his 42s, the sticky 42s. He can do anything and he's better than everyone else. But yeah. Hangs out with us for 20 minutes, rolls his shit. But we'll talk about that on his episode. <laughs> give a little spoiler because I'm sure there's more to that story too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just wild though. Because, like, and for once, I was one of the people that was actually the reason that we were going out late. That's a. That's a rare occurrence. Normally, I'm the one that's like sitting there kicking everyone to try and get moving. Yeah, yeah, it's you uh, the reason. The, well, like I think the biggest problem was just because a lot of people didn't stay at Roush this year. Um, a, a half of our close group, I guess you could say, like the people that we'd wheel with the most often, uh, stayed at a hotel. So it took like yeah, they got up at nine. But then it took an hour, like an hour for them to get ready. And then it took them two hours to get their asses over to us. And then not to mention, we'd have to get their them into their rigs to come out wheeling. So half the time, I mean, shit, I don't think we started earlier than 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And meanwhile, like <laughs> me, Curtis and fucking Nick are lined up in the fucking hammocks up at. I mean, they're up earlier than me because I've had no interest in being up earlier than eight o'clock. <laughs> nine o'clock but it didn't matter because nobody else was fucking ready anyways so um yep. yeah all right do you want to do the obligatory getting there part of the podcast now getting um there? i mean i don't think there's really anything to talk about about like getting there really unless the only drama we had on the drive down was vader spilling water vader is a dog <laughs> by the way <laughs> vader spilling water on uh dad's brake controller and uh, the trailer breaks locking up. <laughs> so it turned yeah. into like a two and a half, three hour detour because we now had to, and they locked, they were locked up for a minute too. Dad didn't notice. And I, me and Colin are right behind him. We're like, huh, he's going down the hills and the hill and that trailer break or the brakes are smoking. Uh, cool. Um, and then he got off the hill and they were still smoking and like continuing to get worse. So then we were we were calling Miguel like, hey, hey, call dad. Uh, his brakes are literally smoking uh, and not stopping. And um, we pulled the Duramac over. Duramac must and, be uh, mildly tuned up just a little to not notice that. I don't know. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, either. I mean, that trailer isn't, the brakes don't do shit anyways. It's the green trailer. I yeah. thought they fixed them. <laughs> yeah, you could have the. They we were actually the funny thing, is we were talking about how you know they had fixed the brakes and it was doing good. Literally, the stop before this happened, probably no more than fifteen minutes before it happened. Uh, so you know you just gotta keep quiet sometimes. But either way, the the brake controller needed to get yoinked. Uh, I think they put a new one in. I don't know if it fixed it. And then obviously. They smoked the bearings because they were fucking hot, so they had to repack them, um, which took a minute. I wasn't really aware of what exactly was going on there. I kind of just sat on the trailer deck and fell asleep because I had not slept for more than 
really any period of time at that point. I don't think I didn't have any sleep that night. No. So yeah, I was taking a nap. So mm-hmm. they just let them do their, their thing. And, uh, we left when they were done. So that was the, the, the only thing it's that fucking green trailer. It's always the green trailer. Nobody else had any issues. Which is good. I mean, I'm I'm happy to hear that, but it's always that goddamn green trailer. Yeah. Never, that thing never gives anybody some it's fucking bad luck. slack. It's bad luck. It honestly is. I give them props though. They pushed through the bad luck, you know, and they tried it out. It seemed to have worked. Oh, I mean, it tows so. pretty nice with one Jeep on it. They just had Dad's Jeep on it. Uh, yeah. And uh, and some of their supplies. So I mean, it's a perfect trailer for stuff like that. It's easy to pull with one Jeep. It stops pretty okay with one Jeep. Um, <laughs> so except when it doesn't because it's locked up. But that's really all it was. That was like the only issue the whole drive down. I forget, Cody, that you didn't, you guys didn't drive down with us. You and Kate nope. drove separate. Yeah, we, we were caught like, well, actually, when you guys made your first stop where you and Colin swapped in the truck, uh-huh. if you guys had had zero problems from that point further, we probably would have ended up on 84 at the exact same time because, uh, what's his name jb jb gave me a ring right as you guys were getting like getting to 84 which is about an hour away from uh hartford and in my head i'm like okay i'm 35 minutes away we still have to stop like stuff that could get gas so by the time that we get on there like there might be a chance that we'll meet up but then you guys had further problems and then it just kept getting later and later and later and later and yeah then you kind of got screwed (laughs) but uh yeah that's pretty it's pretty crazy the how they they still take the chance of that goddamn green trailer. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's at this point it's just funny, right? See what the green trailer's gonna pull this time. Apparently, <laughs> when I was towing it last, they were saying that only one of the brakes was working, and we literally had checked all of them. So I don't know how the fuck that's the case, but uh, apparently that was that was a thing. So all that worked to adjust those brakes and only one of them was fucking working. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were saying that like the passenger side front was the only one that was working, which I mean, I guess that makes sense if you guys were seeing smoke, but it wasn't locking up. It was that one brake just on fire. (laughs) Well, my trailer brake sucks, too. I noticed like compared to when I was towing JB's trailer back to my pit, my place, um, Mm -hmm. You know, and I, my, however it tries to modulate doesn't seem to work very well, because, like, Colin, when he would brake, you could feel the brake engage, because he was always complaining about it delayed. It was a delayed brake. Yeah. Right? The dodges are like that, yeah. Yep. Um, but on mine, right, it doesn't have an integrated brake controller. I've just got some shitty thing that was on the GMC, and then before that was on Colin's truck. It's a piece of junk. I have that. I had that thing cranked to a hundred, and even then, you know, it only gives you um, a certain amount of force, right? Like, it mm-hmm. give me like twenty percent. But you don't. I don't even. I don't even feel it engage half the time, and I don't know. I don't know if that's normal or not. I don't know. But either way, but I could. I could fully engage it with the, um, the little squeeze button, and and then I would feel it break, and I wouldn't be hitting it to a hundred. I could hit it to twenty, and it would feel a little different. So I don't know what it's doing, but. Uh, a little weird there, but yeah, that does sound a little odd. Yeah, yeah. normally no, you can like when trailer brakes are set up right, you can feel them. Uh, oh, yeah. There's and no you can't, like you can't really feel these on on mine. So I think that controller's junk. I gotta try getting a new one. But yeah, it, it is weird though. Like up. the. 
the Dodges, the Dodges do have a very odd brake controller. Uh, like going from like my track, my like my truck to my father's truck, I've noticed that like my truck, it, it's like integrated to the brakes. So like once you start pressing the brakes, then it starts applying the uh, trailer brakes onto the trailer. Mm-hmm. Where like the Dodges, it doesn't really do that. It's just like on or off, and it kind of does it, but it doesn't actually have like a max power. So like you really got to be stomping on the truck brakes to get the trailer brakes to start applying. Yeah, even and like I have noticed that. Like if up. I stomp on it, like if I have to panic brake for something, which I've done a couple times, then you feel the trailer brakes. But only then. Yeah. Like if you're just stopping normally, it feels like they're doing nothing, <laughs> which is obnoxious. Well, um, I like to feel them a it, little bit. Same. Depending on your uh, brake controller, Graham you might have to adjust the angle of the controller inside the cab. I was thinking about that. Like, what is the ideal angle for one of those? Sorry, this is totally it, not route wait, related. At there's all, a, there's an it, angle it, issue it, with them? Well, they have a gyroscope in there that senses yeah. when you're stopping. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, certain brake controllers do. Not all of them do. Well, some of them are on-off, right? You press brake and they turn on. Yeah. And you set I, the I, intensity. I know the one but... I has uh the gyros thing in it and i did actually have to adjust it a little bit to uh and my brakes felt way better on the trailers after i did that what the fuck i've never even heard of this before yeah that's how those work that's the thing uh, yeah it is so and but I, I don't know i'm, uh, I'm throwing that controller it, away because it's it, junk i don't have the instructions for it anyways and it, the ideal angle varies from controller to controller i guess yeah, I was trying with it like angled all the way flat because I figured like, oh, well, if it's trying to measure forward backwards, it should be flat. But <laughs> I don't know if that's... Well, no, no, I don't think that made a difference. They're supposed to be, to be angled. <laughs> oh, they are supposed to be angled. Yeah. So, so oh most controllers have like a little uh, slidey thingy on it, or like a little. Uh, yeah, they let you change like, on it. where it is. But I always thought yeah, folded up was like angled, closed, up. like away. Did we lose you, Richie? Oh, so, sorry. Uh, that, that's supposed to be angled up so you can see it easily. So most controllers are not meant to be, like, perfectly horizontal. Gotcha. I, I think... So I'm probably messing it up. I have it be flat because I was, I, you know, trying to be I smart. I think it's, I'm like, actually, 30 I'm just to 45 degrees. If you heard Weird. that. I've never even heard of this before, so this is all new to me. Well, now you know. <laughs> brake controllers they have technology i I didn't know about it until i complained to uh, one of my uh, buddies that owns a shop about how my uh trailer brakes always felt like shit and it was like oh well try this and so i did and it worked oh that's pretty wild yeah i don't know i gotta fiddle with that but that's really not um this isn't the blue collar brake controller podcast so i think we're done talking about brake controllers um so yeah all right first things first first things first i want to know how the fuck you flopped in a section that colin was able to just walk through i need to hear (laughs) well (laughs) i need to hear this we're gonna dive straight god forbid you stay one more day right no i was i was fucked up like i like i seriously like i was not good um after no, like after uh, Saturday's like heat stroke, heat exhaustion, dehydration bullshit, whatever it was, like 
the hour that we spent out in the sun on Sunday, I felt fucked up again. Like I literally was like nauseous, couldn't fuck it. Like I was dizzy. Like I was fucked up. Gotta from the take thought. care of yourself in the sun, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody listening, drink fucking water, even if you're not thirsty. Cause me, Saturday, I wasn't thirsty. Drink fucking water. I fucked up, and I was on the verge of actually like not being okay, but somehow pulled through, and you know we did it. But definitely, if I had stayed Sunday, uh, it would not have been a good thing. It would oh, yeah. not I have mean, been. I've good. All, I always hunt those waters down, even if I don't have one. I make sure like I can grab something from somebody. But I think this trip I had at least two bottles on me during the day when we were out. You know, mm-hmm. so good to have. Water is important, especially when it's hot. Mm-hmm. And that fucking yeah. parking lot is always hot as balls in the sun. It's like a mm-hmm. desert. So. And that's like, Caitlin was like surprised. She was like, well, like you don't really have the issue of a Badlands. I'm like, that's because there's shade. I can get away from the sun. We're like, bat- or, uh, that Roush, you're, you're just stuck, cooking. Huh? Which is why yeah, I kind of you... liked our other little campsite better, because you could go and hide in the woods. Mm-hmm. But, um, this one wasn't too bad, but no, nobody I... took our spot. Right, our other spot was like pretty much open. I don't think I really saw anybody camping in that little nook. No, no, I didn't think. I mean, the the tractor trailer or not tractor trailer, the class A uh, camper went over there, but I don't think they actually stayed in our area. No, and that's uh, what that with... big ass yeah. camper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I said that with air quotes. Obviously, it's not fucking our area, but still, you know, like the area oh, that no, we had stayed ours. in previously. I mean, we kind of did go in there and commandeer it. Yeah, we did commandeer the whole entire freaking uh, grass area, too. <laughs> we took that over pretty so, quickly. <laughs> enough about camping spots, Graham. Flopping. Oh, well, yeah. How like, did the hell did you do that? I don't really know what exactly happened. I'll be completely honest. The video, like... I'm already basically over. Colin just <laughs> spotted me into the dumbest line. Chris had spotted me through the first section. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the first like quarter, third of it, you don't need any spotting. It's pretty easy. But then you get to this one spot and that back half that kind of binds you up um, just because there's a lot of moving boulders and uh, you know things get messy. So... He had spotted me through that first section, and then I got through, or the first half, and then I got through that, and you end up on the second half, and I think Colin just posted a video of him, like, going from the second, the start of the second half through the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, the, I guess the line there is to stay up high on that, so that's what I was doing, I was staying high on that whole ridge, and it was working out, I mean, it, you feel a little off camera, but nothing crazy, um, and Colin was spotting me through the whole thing. <laughs> And I was doing good, doing good. He was having me go back and forth to get unstuck from one thing. And then the next thing I knew, I was next to those two larger boulders. And I just, I dumped it a couple more degrees. And then it just, it like slowly flopped a foot and a half the rest of the way. It was really not that climactic. And like you watch Colin (laughs) standing on the rock, try to like push me off the rock, which wasn't going to work. Because it was already basically, I don't think it was quite, it wasn't even 90 degrees, like, and they were saying after the fact that I might have been able to drive it, I don't know if I could have been able, it was still going, but I was totally, the wheels were on the side, and had I dropped off of it, I don't know if it would have put me right again, but, uh, so, yeah, it was, so was it hard flop? Oh, uh, I mean, the, the 
surprisingly, the the A pillar took a bigger dent than I expected, but like it didn't. It was not hard. No, it was basically already over, and then it just goes bonk, a little further. <laughs> Did you break any windows? Nope. Yeah, good, 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 good. They were impressed that my uh my windshield pillar A pillar the actual body got nicked a little bit, but the windshield didn't blow out. So that was all. Yeah. Did you lose a bunch of trash like Curtis? No. No. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah, that was my little my little flop there. We literally just I got back in it. Uh we put the winch to a tree and it pulled itself upright and then started it. I didn't have to pull any plugs like Curtis, but it wasn't fully over. It hadn't gone more than 90, so the motor wasn't eating anything crazy. And it yep. started right back up. And then I finished it. And apparently I missed the spot that's supposed to smash your driver rocker. Because Chris was all like, you're going to go this way, and then it's going to slam you back, and it's going to hurt. So, like, you know, keep your tongue <laughs> out of your fucking teeth or whatever, right? And uh, <laughs> I never hit it. It was, like, pretty soft going down. So, but that was a fun one. I enjoyed that. Uh, that second half of that trail was pretty fun. Um, I definitely could have done it without flopping. I don't really know how it kicked me that way. It must have just been the, the rear axle in a weird spot, and it dragged the front with it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was that. Spot I was laughing. I was laughing with Caitlin because I was like, you know, if we had stayed, that would have been you shoved into a rock, but we <laughs> left. <laughs> So and, uh, I was chuckling. Oh, she would have gotten out. She got out of the hard. Oh ones. yeah, she was fine. What? what which one did? She, I mean, she went up Jotters with you. She went up. No, she didn't go up Jotters. She did. Um, which one oh, did she what? do? Trail five. She went up trail five. She them. Oh, moon. that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Lame. She should have went up Jotters with you. Jotters is always one of those ones where it's like super easy, but because you're kind of going like at an angle across the rocks. Oh, I don't know. My weird. my rig had trouble with Jotters. Even watching the video, it was like bouncy 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 it kept wanting to fucking kick me one way or the other and it just wasn't i've i feel like i've had better control going up that in the past i don't know what the difference between this You're time and other stuck. times was i i was gonna say that but then you look at it on other obstacles and it really wasn't doing that um no but that's like that's one of those obstacles where it collects all the like dust and dirt and crap that falls off of the top so the bottom section you can get a little bit of slip going i was your jeep just bounced up it for some reason and i think that that was it because once you got clear of the bottom section it just went yeah uh, even at the like midsection it was doing a little bit of a hoppy thing but i don't know it was a good uh well that one's, that one's always sounds a good like you up. need a four link oh i mean it needs four links for other reasons <laughs> I had a lot uh, of fun. For the centering pin breaking or for snapping the leaves? Which one are we referring to more? Uh, I don't give a fuck about the centering <laughs> pin. Centering pin fixed, we fixed that quick. 3 8 bolt or whatever it was from Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, and we got that all sorted out. And I'm surprised that fucker held in <laughs> when Dude, we that hit the was... notch bit. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking funny coming out of that little black trail. And Luke just looks over, he goes, is he like, would you call it dog walking? What's the term? Dog legging. Dog legging. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. I'm like, that shit sideways. <laughs> it was so funny. 
Yeah. Uh, so I suppose we should probably go back just a little bit because, like, we've hopped around quite a bit already just Literally on Graham and stuff. Figuratively. Um, <laughs> mostly springs. So, like, let's see. Friday, we everyone kind of showed up in a mismatched manner. Like, you know, always happens when you have a big trip like this Thursday night. So Thursday night was kind of a quiet night. Everyone was exhausted from driving and everything. Friday mm -hmm. morning, I don't know what time we got out. I'm going to say it was probably around 1030 because we got out a little bit earlier, not much earlier than everyone else. But we did get out a little bit earlier or not everyone else, other days. Um, and so we went. Did the normal thing. We went out to Jotters. Uh, we just talked about that with Graham's Jeep going up there. Um, so there's a running theme of Cody was my passenger over the weekend and Caitlin rode with Graham for the majority mm -hmm. of it. Uh, by the way, props to Cody's kidneys. Get oh, to that God. later. Um, <laughs> what? we'll get into it luke pretends like his jeep doesn't have one inch of bump like one inch of up travel and then hard bump stops so yeah <laughs> uh, so let's see we went to or i started having running problems on the way into the trail um jeep's not running right something's going on between the mass airflow because you disconnect the mass airflow and it gets better except it won't rev above 3000 rpms now that's cool um and something else i don't know what else is going on but i know that the mass airflow affects it and if you disconnect the o2 sensor it runs great for a half hour and then starts doing it again yep um so I go hop up on Jotters, go to get into it in the middle line, or like closer to the middle line, but still slightly to the right, and the thing just stalled out, so I got to go hurling back down that. Um, <laughs> crawled the right side on that, and then where did we go from there? We started heading off towards... We went to the Trail 5 Hill Climb after Jotters. Yep. Trail 5 Hill Climb. That was cool. The Jeep just stuck to it, like, no effort. Yep. Uh, the first time that we went up, it, it was just, like, boringly easy. <laughs> um, so then we did it again, and then we... Or I bullied Sean into taking the Jeep, which was fun. And I think he needed that. Yeah, he did it a few times. He was fucking loving it. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, hops in. I'm like, yeah, you just put your tire like one of them next to the there's a little like raised section that's like six inches taller than the rest of the rock going up yeah you just ride up that and then you go you don't even like have to do anything it just drives so he did it and then like my jeep just goes disappearing down the green and i'm like huh that's we totally forgot about the hatch endeavor too Oh God, yeah. The hatch. <laughs> I mean, it's not what we we ripped the hatch off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why did the hatch need to come off? Because after the trail trash uh, wheeling thing happened, and I smashed it, it was like the final push on top of already having the tweaked unibody to make it so it won't open. So, like, it's constantly under pressure, and you have to shove it all the way over, even with it adjusted to the furthest point in the holes to get it to, like, try and line up. Gotcha. Uh, and it, so, like, 
I had to climb through my cage over the fuel cell and stick a wrench in it to get it to break loose. It bound up that bad. And then we ripped it off with a three quarter inch M18. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Put some gas in it and away we went. Um, I totally forgot that that was a three quarter inch. Yep. Um, I thought you were using a half inch. Oh. The, fun- the funniest part to me was when you guys were doing the, uh, the leaf springs. And I'm like, guys, take the fucking or the U-bolts or the U-bolts. But guys, take the little like adjuster or whatever the extension off. And you're like, no, 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 this is an adapter. I'm like, what? Yeah, this is a three quarter. Oh shit, that's a big gun, and it's still not taking those <laughs> off. Holy shit! Like uh, those have not been off in a long time. I was I was scared that they were gonna snap. Um, so we go over to the Trail Five hill climbs, and we had everyone together kind of as a group josie was there uh colin was there jb miguel i think it was everyone right yeah that was uh yeah yeah so everyone did that um and then there's the buggy line and that was rough just like first of all dan no offense you suck at spotting (laughs) yeah agreed i agree and you shout louder than i shout uh, <laughs> so that's that was fun um jb almost got up it miguel did he get up it i can't remember miguel walked it yeah yeah we got miguel yeah it was like the oddest quick. thing because everybody else i saw go up that was having trouble but that that rig just cool bus it. yeah wheelbase i guess wheelbase, wheelbase and 43s 43 stickies. I mean, Mikey got up it pretty quick. That's because it Mikey's took longer a for Mikey. I was surprised. Yeah. Mikey went down it. The dude's literally <laughs> fucked in the head. Like, ha- who looks at that and goes, yeah, that looks fun, and then drives down it. That's psychotic. The funniest oh, part is, he knows his how rig. he's a good driver. He's yeah, a really good driver. But he's uh, fucking psychotic. It was cool, though, watching how he did it, because he just disengaged the rear axle, held the cutting brakes, and <laughs> Pop the clutch and just let it go. What is that? Seven to one first and four to one transfer case. And the front tires just like pulled him down while the yeah. rear was just like locked up. Yep. It was cool as hell to watch. Definitely different. Um, Ayashua's old buggy struggled there compared to that XJ buggy that Miguel's running, which was weird. And then Curtis flopped. Mm hmm. That was a pretty like. We can. Gnarly... Uh, we should let him talk about it. You know, we'll just say it was a gnarly flop, and we'll let him go on. It really. It week. wasn't a roll. It was a flop. You're right. Yeah. Okay. No, it didn't roll. It like it the just... nose picked up and like just kind of meandered off into space. Yep. Slammed down on that one side. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, let's put it this way. If his passenger was stupid, his passenger could have gotten really fucking hurt. Yeah. Like, yep. there was definitely a moment where I was like, I hope he kept his fucking arms in. Like, it, yeah, I'm sure as you've seen on the videos, uh, how it rolled, and we can kind of let him talk about how he felt it. But I think he got lucky, but also not lucky. Like, it could have just flopped on its side, but then it went, like, end over, not end over end, but it, like, kind of went an extra few feet onto its top. Um, yeah, all, all the characters without a true C pillar. Just look at the pictures of, uh, I don't know if he'll post pictures of it, but. Uh, he already has. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he had a C pillar. 
wouldn't have had nearly as much work to do. I don't know if it, he still mm -hmm. probably would have had work to do, because it crushed that tube, but damn, it wouldn't have crushed in that far. No, I got think... it pretty good. We'll let him talk about it on his episode, but I think that the next step for him is just moving more that thing more towards buggy, and it'll be cool to watch. Oh, he's already complaining. I didn't want to fix it. I want to make a new Jeep. Uh, but yeah, we'll let him. <laughs> we'll let him figure that out and uh, talk All right. about it. Is this where we get to bully him? Yes. I think okay. we get to bully him once he's here, though. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait. wait. Let's leave Curtis out of it. I just want to bully on. him. Sorry. You can um, bully him if he's not here. That's just hazing or not yeah. right. i don't even know what's the word for that harassment harassment yeah <laughs> he deserves it though slut uh, <laughs> but yeah that was a good time um it definitely that sequence of events not directly related to him definitely cut the day short i would say uh or i didn't cut the day short we just spent a lot of time at trail five we had already spent yeah, like a couple hours there, yeah. and then, you know, the Rockaholics guys showed up, so we hung out, watched them do stuff, and then Curtis rolled it, so we had to, you know, unfuck that. And then I think at that point, we were all hungry. We went back. <laughs> that yeah. was it. I, I shouldn't have said cut it short, but uh, maybe, like, press the pause button, because we probably could have gone over to the ledges off of A-Trail uh, on the way back, and that would have been cool. But it was what it was. Um, well, we we kind of tried that um, going from well after we left Jotters, we kind of tried to go over to. And was that the next day? That was the next day on the. We weren't. I forget how that checked out too. Oh, yeah, the next day we wanted to go and do that, but we kind of got handicapped by Mister Dogleg over there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dogleg. <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. Spring died. <laughs> oh, yep. Common thing. So, speaking of speaking on that really quick, if you have a vehicle that is semi, at least semi capable, don't fucking do snake bite. It is terrible. There's a reason <laughs> we've never we've never done the trail. So I was like, oh guys, let's go check it out. This could be cool. It was the most annoying. It was like a tiny rock creek. So it's just basketball sized rocks on top of each other the whole fucking oh, it was way. Just annoying. It was I terrible. was just trying to fly through it. I was like, this is dumb. I just want to get out of it. The yeah, whole it was, way. Well, so don't do it. Whatever you do, don't go to that side of the park. It's not even worth it. Or at least that little tail end. It's fucking yeah, shoot stupid. the moon. Then no further. I don't think yeah. unless camel back or whatever it was uh, is better. I don't know. I didn't see that one. I don't we think were so, though. I'm going to go and try and hit that, but, like, if it's over on that side of the park, I'm going to I'm gonna make a bold statement and say that I probably don't want none anymore. Well, um, the only reason we missed it was because Caitlin is the worst map reader ever. <laughs> like, she's... It's great. She's I a smart girl when it comes to... I saw it, and I was like, that's the one we want to go on, and she was like, no, it's down there. I was like, Yeah, okay. so it, it was, so, like... Where the trail was that said do not enter, it was like 10 feet from it. Yeah. And it was kind of overgrown and it was fine. But yeah, she cannot read a map. I'm well, it's like every back. time I'd come up to a fork, I'd be like, okay, which way are we going? And she'd be like, ah, I'd be like, what's the <laughs> point of watching the map if you don't know? <laughs> Dude, after you broke in, like we were trying to go back, you guys missed two rights that would have brought us straight. 
And like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, they should have took that one. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We'll follow them. Maybe they're taking the next one. Then you guys missed another. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? And I just at that Did point, you see me, like to- go straight in some of those intersections to the point where I was like nearly hitting the edge of the trail because I was like, which way are we going? And then I just made up my mind and it was always wrong. <laughs> Every time yeah. I made a decision, it was wrong. <laughs> opposite of what you decide. Clearly. Well, we'd be on a four-way, and like he would just go straight. <laughs> the uh, the I don't know where I'm going. We're going straight. Yes, it was funny. Straight brings you back. So, <laughs> I don't know if we want to cover me blowing the Dana sixty axle shaft on the comp course because that was kind of terrible. I didn't yeah, hear about, about that. It. So yeah, me either. You did. Oh, uh, so I was. I forget what I was doing. I was doing something with the rig and Dan came over and I was just talking with him and I was like, get in. And so we go harness up and it's probably like, I don't know. I think it was like seven something at that point. Mm -hmm. So you're really not supposed to go out after dusk, but like we just went to the comp course and it was dusk ish. So I was making fun of him and giggling the whole time about, you know, how he needs to fix his rig and we hit the you know how on the comp course there's the like if you pull in the ledges right in front of you mm-hmm. we went right up that like at the back side of it that flat wall i just booted it up that on rev limiter because i was being a hooligan and you just have traction and so we did that. I came down next to it, or I looped down around, went to the next ledge over, and we just kept like hopping our way down the ledges. We ended up circling back, hitting the ledges on the back side of the comp course where it's got like that little offshoot. And then we went back and I was like, man, I shouldn't hit that V notch. I'm going to hit that V notch. Which one so, was that? I don't, I was, because we were playing over there and I didn't see exactly what you got bound up on. Was it like it's the one where you do the step up into it, mm-hmm. and then you've got the V right past that, and then the sharp drop off behind it. Gotcha. Uh, was that past that that um the ledge? It was like all was like the, the way stair ledges, the end. and then the normal ledge, and then a little further. Yep. Was that? Yeah. Yep. So I hopped up into there. You know, Dan's laughing, and he's like, "This thing just goes," and I'm like, "Yep, cool. We're gonna do this." So I got into it, and it was a V-notch, so I just kind of nosed my tires up. Well, the front climbed it, and the rear didn't. I wedged both rims into the rocks, and the tires just wouldn't go. And so I started having running problems, and we ended up calling Miguel to come and bail us out. So I don't know why... It started running right again, but it did start running right again. And um, so I got it to back up a couple of inches and then I tried to climb it again and it didn't want to go. So I just booted it. And when both of the tires hit, it snapped the axle shaft with a loud pop. And then for some reason, the Jeep just jumped in the rear and I went (laughs) flying over hit the brakes, didn't almost endo, completely unloaded the rear suspension, punched it again, it settled back down, turned around, and we went back to camp. And I thought I broke, like, a 1310 drive shaft. So, 
didn't really think anything about it. And I think Cody, you got in with me to go and pay the next morning and it was making some horrendous noises. Yep. Uh, I thought it was uh inner shaft, but it, it makes sense that it was the, uh, what it was. You can finish. Sorry, Luke. No, no, I'll let you pick up. Cause you, I was, that whole thing afterwards is kind of a blur because of how quick we ran through that. Yeah. Because um, as we were coming over, as we were going over to pay, it was just like a clunk, 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 but it wasn't impeding the vehicle. You know, if like it was a ring and pinion, it would kind of limit, like when it would clunk, you would probably feel that gap where it really wasn't under load. And so I just kind of assumed it was like inner shaft, but it turns out it was the outer shaft it snapped right at the unit bearing and then it took out the unit bearing with it. Is that right? That would be correct, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was quite comical because Luke was like, oh yeah, I fucked it. <laughs> he just went to his truck, grabbed all the parts, started ripping it apart, and then you could finish that. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I've got, a, I've got two spare unit bearings. I've got an already assembled spare shaft. This is good. Everything here is Great. I'm going to go and put my lug nuts on now. <clears throat> well, the unit bearings are coarse thread. The Jeep is fine thread. So it took me like 35 minutes to get everything swapped. I would say that's like pretty reasonably spaced on the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I start calling around and I'm trying to like measure out, you know, the distance to go and get the parts. Oh shit, there's a junkyard here. I'm going to call this junkyard. They've got an hour and a half till they close. Oh, well, no one's in the yard anymore. Uh, I called like tire shops and stuff, trying to just find like the right lug nuts. So I didn't have to pull it apart again. Nothing's working. I've got another unit bearing in the truck. So I was like, hey, Graham, you want to start pounding the studs out of the dead unit bearing, put them into the new unit bearing and I'll disassemble it. And I think we got it done in, what, 15 minutes between pulling the unit bearing back out, reassembling everything, and getting it back on its own weight? Mm, yeah, yeah. A little more than exact. that. I think they, they did start timing you at one point, but I don't think that was still after I was done sweatshopping those uh, studs out. No, okay, it was, was 15 minutes. Was it? From, uh, yeah, remember. it was right as he started ripping it off. She started it for 10 minutes. And then after that, after the 10 minute timer ran out, she did five and then it, he was pretty much done. I think it might have been like 16, 22, but like it was close. It was very close. Hmm. Yep. And so everyone else had gotten impatient, but bless. Well, they left, part. right? Yeah, everybody left. Yep. They were waiting yep. on you. Ryan was He's... like, what was it that Ryan said? Ryan's like, honestly, they're going to end up leaving. You're like 10 minutes away from being done. That's a big group. Yeah. I'm just going to wait right here. We'll figure this out. We can go <laughs> connect with them or do something else. And so that's how that happened. And we went out to, uh, what was it? We did shoot the moon first, right? Yeah. I yep. we, yeah. We just shot straight over there. We played on the quarry trails a little bit. Uh, there was a big old group of JKs there. Yeah. They did the quarry trail, turned around, and then kept going. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> Um, so like we kind of pulled in, uh, I think Graham, what was it? We checked something on my rig with Ryan helping me do that. You dropped your tools. It was like a weird situation there. Oh, I mean, right, I dropped my right. tools. 
I left them for you because you, you were looking at something and I was going up. No, no, that's what I meant. You dropped them out of your Jeep and you went off up the quarry trail. Yeah. Um, my upper link bolt came loose. That's what it was on the axle side. Oh, that's right. You were complaining about that. I was like, well, the nut is uh, hand turnable, so that's probably part of your problem. Um, <laughs> things came loose every fucking wheeling trip at this point. I'm like, yeah, there's always that one bolt that keeps coming loose, right? I've got my passenger link always comes loose, both jam nuts. I gotta figure that out. I don't want to lock tight because I'll never get it off. <laughs> lock tight blue. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I gotta figure that out. If I just, I assume at some point I'll tighten it enough and then it'll it'll uh it'll stay, but. Or you've got like a Johnny joint that's just like cocked in there, and then when it flexes, it. I would not be surprised. Um, that's things. probably the simple solution. Um, so, anyways, Graham shoots the moon, and it was kind of uneventful. Um, we've been taking the hard side of that, if you will, and it's pretty entertaining watching the jeeps just kind of like flop over it yeah uh i mean then again you guys have done it so many times now oh yeah that you know the line you know doesn't change that much or it hasn't changed that much in the years that we've gone there if anything it just gets easy it's gotten easier the past few years i think um, our brakes have gotten better i don't think it's actually gotten that much easier yeah i guess it's that's far a good more point. washed out every time i've done it before i had 37 so uh i guess my idea of it getting easier is just i now have more clearance i could do it yeah. before and now i just have more so i guess that's a good point um, you know like last time i did it i was on leaf springs in the rear and this time it was just kind of like bonk and then get the driver's side tire up the outer wall and when it finally stopped going, Cody was like, yeah, just cut passenger a little bit. And I didn't even have to bump it or anything. I just kind of cut the wheel passenger until it yeah. went and I like fell into the, you know, I fell off the top of the six foot tall rock, <laughs> just dropped in, kissed the side of the door and up it went. That was that. Um, I've got a picture. Oh, sorry. Now, I was just gonna say, I think Ryan made it actually look the easiest. He just literally just said bloop bloop like right up, and that was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. The thing with the doubler in it is entertaining as hell because he's already a good driver, but like now he just doesn't even like work at it. It's. I it always forget it's carbureted it... too. He rarely has issues with that. Now, he has a lot of issues going down stuff. Hmm. It... It seems like it floods out going down stuff, at least from the time that I was following or wheeling with him around with him. And I do yeah. feel bad for Ryan on this little endeavor too. Uh, before we get to the second part of shoot the moon, that poor guy had to follow us being idiots all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys are not nice to <laughs> nice. Well, yes and no. I mean, you guys are just shredding and he just, you know, took his time. He's like, I'll get there when I get there. Hopefully they stop at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> we did for the most part. I tried to like always, I forget you guys were in front, right? No, you were in front. Oh, I was. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. Yeah. You were yeah. moving. Oops. We were moving like that whole day we were moving, but, yeah, so we're following Graham and Ryan, 
Yeah, and Ryan. And I just watched Graham go up the red obstacle side of Shoot the Moon. And he just goes. And then... I was surprised. Because, you, know, you know, nobody was spotting me. Kate was in the truck. And we were just sitting there. Like, I tried the normal line that I usually do. And it was kind of working, but kind of not. But then that, that whole right side was more dug out. So it gave you more options. And I just kind of turned my wheels that way. And it just went up. I don't even know what it did. But it just... I didn't... There was no throttle required, really. Just kind of went. I think it was wheelbase. I think your axle was wide enough to clear that rock that was limiting oh, Luke to go upright. That's true. And then... I feel um, Luke's narrower. So, yeah, you hit just, like, the perfect line that it grabbed and went up. And I think uh, Ryan had the same issue where, like, his tire was bumping the rock that was stopping him. And he wasn't, get- wasn't getting enough drive to actually kind of crawl up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. You one shot at it, no problem at all. Went straight up. It it was it was sick. <laughs> yeah, and that one's give, that's always been a throttle fest in the past. I still like my rock is now cracked and broken and uh in a different <laughs> spot now. That was cool. Yeah, that was quite funny to see. Uh, I don't know if we spoke on it much last year, but uh, <laughs> when Graham went up, that he split a massive rock in half and then moved it out of its way and then kept going. <laughs> Just use the data fifty as a plow. It was hysterical. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, that was wild. Like that time, I was beating the crap out of that thing, trying to get it up, and it wouldn't go. So it was just kind of a shock to see it just crawl it this time. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool for sure. And on the note of uh, just kind of booting around through those side trails, I know I've kind of was on the fence about whether the coilovers and air bumps and stuff in the front were worth it. Uh, even with the back being what it is right now, uh, noticeable improvement with some speed. I definitely need to adjust where those um, uh, the springs are, the halfway point on the springs where it starts engaging the second spring. But mm-hmm. um, like it was way, way better than my old coil and shock setup. That's awesome. Like, I, that's, it was that's really good to hear. Um, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I mean, literally, with when me and uh, Luke were bombing down trail, I genuinely think that Luke just either A, doesn't care, or forgets that he has zero up travel. <laughs> so we'll be going along, and it's just slam, 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 and then just keep going, and it's like, holy shit. Then as we were going through the green, um, we were going through we the green that crosses. Moving. Yeah, or not to mention the jump that you hit. That wasn't even really a fucking jump. Oh, we're coming across. Pile. I saw that Dude. Right back. Oh, God. We're going down the green trail that passes right next to the graveyard. And there's like this little gravel, like three foot mound on the right side in like one and a half on the left side. Um, and he's coming at it. And all of a sudden he just fucking like he doesn't drop a gear. He fucking upshifts. So I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going for this. <laughs> um. And he hits this thing, and now my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've jumped quads, dirt bike, shit like that. Usually when the right side is higher than the left, the right side's going to be jumping a lot higher than the left side. But somehow we fucking hit this thing. Right side comes up, left side comes up. We're fucking dead flat. We hit the ground. He keeps on moving, and it really wasn't that bad. I don't know how, but it, it fucking did it. Um, it's impressive. Like, oh, sorry. You just said it was impressive. Oh, okay. We hit, like, um, what was it? On the 
the power not the power line black trail but the one that runs like past jotters mm -hmm. moving back through there we managed to hit like 60 on the way back out on what was it saturday i we fucking hauling yeah we there was definitely a few times where we were fucking moving and i'm impressed you you can drive uh you definitely overshoot things quite often but you know that's half the fun uh <laughs> <laughs> overshoot do you mean just like blow past where i was supposed to go or yes yeah you definitely All overshoot right. corners for sure <laughs> it did happen a time or two i won't deny that i did have to throw it into reverse a couple times <laughs> uh and cody the reason that i kept like hitting stuff fast is because i got sick of the five mile an hour thud 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 you know like yeah. It felt like hitting stuff at like 25. It was much more mild of a hit or it was a quicker hit because we were like starting to bridge the gaps, if you will. So that thing needs up travel and it needs like yeah. shocks. I'd say nice shocks, little softer bumps up front. And that thing would definitely be pretty, pretty smooth across. Just throw uh, some two inch bumps in. I'm not like it. Find them for a good deal. It could be any brand. It'd be better than the the, um, the rubbers. Yeah, honestly, it just all of that stuff up front needs to go. The front end's barely hanging on. The only good part about it is the links themselves and the actual build on the suspension. Um, like I think that everything else in there just needs to go. The I coils tired. <laughs> The bumps need to go. The Bilsteins are great on your daily driver, but I don't know if they're quite as nice as the Pro Fenders in the rear. Um, oh, 100% no. My Bilsteins, you know, I mean, granted, mine were shot on my Jeep, but, like, whew, they weren't doing... These like, are you brand tell. new. Like, oh, really? They're brand new? I put them on at... uh you feeling them wear out? Pilot, like, I could... Sorry. I felt them fading. Yeah. I could feel mine fading every time I had them at Roush in, in years past. You'd be going like from one side of the property to the other and by the end you'd be you'd feel the fade. Which is weird because um, I like we don't generally have enough uh time to fade a shock out in New England, so it was kind of a you know, it's one of the nice nice thing. nice things about Roush is it, you know, it puts your shocks through more paces, I think. I think like on trail one at AOP, I can get them to start fading, but it's not the same thing as, like, literally running for, you know, a half mile all out, like, just cutting across that one trail that runs across the back of the park at, like, 35, 40 miles an hour. And, you know, I got to give Cody a ton of credit for taking, or for the uh, pounding his kidneys got, if you will. Um but it, yeah, I just, I need horsepower up travel and coilovers. Well, no, you just need a, a motor that runs right. Horsepower? I guess, yeah. yeah I don't know, we, mine, we... mine started running a little hot by the end of, so after, like, all the wheeling was done, I went with Chris and Mike to, uh, we were trying to go to Red Lion, but Red Lion was closed, so we ended up going to, like, the, uh, the Christian log cabin as <laughs> they were joking. <laughs> uh, and I, my, um, 
uh, not on the way there, but on the way back, the thing was, was, was overheating a little bit. Not a lot, but then it's just randomly just puked out coolant, which it hasn't done in a long time. So I don't know what it did to it, but it needs to. Wait, you guys went to dinner at that log cabin place? Yeah, well, we tried to go to Red Lion. <laughs> we tried to go to Red uh -huh. Lion, and it didn't work out. So then we went, uh, we, we backtracked to the, the log far ways place. too yeah yeah that's that's like not a short mostly, distance no, between like those mostly <laughs> back um in the direction right because that's closer to roush mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a quick detour here into into that so chris was joking around he's like i'm gonna be a child and get the the chicken strips yep yep <laughs> and the lady overheard him and gave him the kids chicken strips oh my god so, so instead of four he got two <laughs> He got this tiny little plate with two chicken strips on it and a couple, uh, and what else did he get? Uh, like handful of French fries or something. Fries. It was really funny. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was $3 though. He only spent $3 on food. That's it. So that's funny because Chris was literally saying that that place is absolutely trash for food. So I'm it's surprised like, that he would eat. It's not great. Um, uh, I don't have any, I, we didn't get red lion. So I don't know what the, what the difference is. Oh dude, there. red lion was solid. Yeah, uh, I thought Chris said when he invited me and Kate out to dinner, I thought he was like, yeah, I asked everybody else. Nobody wanted to go. That was not the case. You he were just, supposed to tell everyone and you didn't. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. That's what he, he said. That's what He's he a lying dickhead <laughs> if he says that because that is not what was said at all. But yeah, uh, we left and uh, that was a solid chef's kiss. It was a quality dinner. It was great. The French fries from that were delicious. Thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, the, it was good. It was good food, man. It was good food. But don't you start with me, Mister. We cooked you dinner on Saturday, so you're you got food. I don't know how food. I managed to get away with getting food nearly every day. Like I didn't like. <laughs> I'm grateful for everyone who provided me food. Uh, it, it wasn't required. I could have figured my shit out, but every time I'd go over to somebody's little like little hangout spot they'd be like hey you want food it's like sure and then i go to the other one i swear it's probably the best fit of everybody <laughs> i think it's because we just all have learned that you don't bring food on your own or you do and it's just i don't know you just don't cook it or whatever so everybody's just like oh well graham's here time to feed him <laughs> <laughs> you know funny thing about that and i'm gonna throw curtis under the bus and i'll throw him under the bus again i was like talking with him because i wanted to make sure that we, i had food and everything else planned and he's like yeah don't worry about it nick's bringing food and i'm like well if nick's bringing food down i'm gonna throw him some money how much do you think i should throw him he's like ah just bring 100 bucks so i'm like all right 100 bucks for the whole weekend he got a lot of food he and did. he did that the first year we he came to like yep great dude i mean he spent like hundreds of dollars on on food uh yep. really cool dude Oh, uh, I go to try and friend huh? did. Curtis or his friend did? Nick, his friend. Nick. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I go to try and give Nick the money. Curtis didn't apparently talk to him that well about all of this, and he's like, No, I'm not taking your money. I'm like, take at least twenty bucks. I am not going to eat all of your food all weekend if you don't at least take twenty bucks. And so I ended up finally bullying him into taking 20 bucks, and he did not seem happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Breakfast was all banging that entire trip. Like, Oh, yeah, it was for me, too. 
Burger King set me good. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they, they set me good, too. I got free delivery, too. It was perfect. Dude, honestly, though, I actually enjoy Burger King breakfast. Those Not many little, other... little biscuit things aren't bad. I'll give you that. Yeah, they're pretty good. I'm telling you. Like also, having a little truck stop there. Yeah. Makes it so much nicer because Roush doesn't really have any, like, facilities. You can just go there and grab your coffee in the morning, grab some waters and Gatorades, and... You know, it's great for the unprepared masses. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I would have liked to have more time to actually grab some things. It just sucks when, uh, you know, I was I literally there was no time to prep. Like I probably I'm trying to think. I literally barely had time to pack my own like clothes and like tools and stuff that was like all i had time for um uh it was i was going somewhere with that i don't know why i just totally lost my train of thought here um it I, and i didn't have my i didn't i didn't take my truck so like all my shit was like either in the jeep or the stuff that was in my truck ended up transferred but colin's truck was full of shit like couldn't bring things there so i ended up like, unprepared because of just lack of right all the stuff that i usually keep in my truck that you know acts as uh like like my phone charger and all my other stuff also luke you stole my phone charger uh it's fine but you know i just thought it was funny that it, it disappeared to tennessee uh i will mail that to you you I don't need to mail it it's, it's like a shitty it's not even it's an off-brand charger that i probably got at a gas station just keep it <laughs> why uh why didn't you take your truck um I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I think it was mostly just lack of communication. Um, my Jeep was supposed to be on JB's trailer. And then Colin's Jeep was supposed to be behind his truck um, on his trailer. Or on JB's trailer. Or, yeah, on his trailer. We were supposed to take his trailer. But what ended up happening is they loaded Colin's Jeep on JB's trailer. And then, or his gooseneck, and then I took JB's little trailer with my Jeep. So he brought the trailer down to me Thursday night or Wednesday night. And then Thursday morning, we loaded it all up, and uh, then we, we brought it down. And then because Colin was already set on taking his truck, I guess, uh, because there was miscommunication again as to uh, concerns about my truck i didn't have any concerns about my truck i mean there are a couple things that i'd like to address on it for sure that i didn't have time to but i think it would have made the drive just fine either way we had already planned on taking collins so um you know we hooked it up to collins truck and took collins truck i'm not gonna complain if you wanted to take it the thing but uh and it was fun driving it uh that thing drives real fucking nice um i'm excited to do the manual swap on mine because it's a lot of fun driving the manual. Um, and that thing's just got a bunch of power, too. And he didn't even put it in, like, that high of a... Uh, Tune setting? I think it was, like, two or something he put it he put it in. And, I mean, granted, I've never driven a, you know, a heavy-duty manual like that. So that was kind of interesting. I was also completely sleep-deprived. Uh, um, the drive from Beverly to uh, the Framingham area was like... Uh, I was like nearly falling asleep, nodding off, uh, you know, just basically, um, trying to hold my shit together. Cause I was like, I, 
just have to get here, and then there will be people here, and then I won't be tired, or I'll, you know, I'll be able to keep myself awake. I'll be doing different things, like I'm not just going to be driving my truck, it'll be driving something else. Uh, we'll be going somewhere cool, and then all of this, this, this tiredness will go away. And that is exactly what happened, but that was probably the sketchiest part of the whole drive for me, was getting over there. Um, and then, but obviously, you, you know, it, this goes back to me trying to back the trailer up uh, a couple trips ago when we were going to mm. Tennessee. I literally couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. I was too tired. Like, my brain just, like, wouldn't put two and two together. It was horrible. Like, I I know, like, how to back up a trailer. My brain was just like, no, you don't. Shut up. Like, <laughs> you cannot get this thing straight for shit. And, uh, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So funny. I'm not great so at backing funny. up a trailer. I don't do it every day. I'm an IT guy. But uh, I definitely can do better than I was doing then. Um, just funny how, how shitty your brain works when you're tired. But yeah, then I drove Colin's truck and it woke me right up because it was cool. And it just did its thing. It drives on rails compared to, like, uh, the second gen. That's for sure. <laughs> now I'm jealous. It's like, shit, I should have bought a fourth gen. You still can. You got time. I don't want to. No? I do, you're gonna... I, I do, but I don't because, you know. Just I... hydro, hydro assist your truck and it'll be fucking mint. You know that. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd do it. That'd make it drive on rails. See, now there we go. Or just I, full hydro and I, go I, full nuts. Does, it doesn't even... <laughs> it doesn't... Yeah, now it'll be rails. <laughs> Realistically, I just need to... Uh, uh, like, the suspension on that thing hasn't been touched in 22 years. If I, you know, freshen up a few things, I'm sure it'll be better. I know there's ways to tighten the steering and all that up, too. So, eventually we'll get to it. This drive's fine for me for now. I don't really care. You know, it, it doesn't drive like a new car, but I didn't buy it expecting it to drive like a new car. New truck. So... Does it drive better than your last truck? No. The GMC oh, drove fucking fuck. tits. Because oh, it's God. IFS. I hate the IFS. The IFS drives amazing. I never touched yeah. that thing. And the, the bushings in that, no no shot, they weren't blowing the fuck out. But that thing drove amazing. Uh, I, I, I will not deny that the GMC had better interior and better uh, front suspension than the Dodge does. But... That's just what you get when you go from IFS to solid axle. Yeah, I just really don't like the uh, the four wheel drive on the IFS. It feels fucking goofy. I never minded it. It wasn't horrible. Mine always worked. I never had an issue with it. That was the big thing. It was like, oh, those electronic transfer cases. And I think we've even talked about this on the podcast always. But, uh, you know, it never gave me a problem. You know, the only time I really needed it or really used it was when we were in the snow or driving up like. I guess I never really towed with it because it broke the fucking hitch off. But, um, you know, in the snow, it just plow through. Didn't care. Never broke anything. <laughs> it back out of my apartment uh, driveway one time, and it was like during that big snowstorm. And I was like, yep. I'm not shoveling. You're backing out of this, you piece of shit. <laughs> and it did. It did it. Took a little bit, but got out. That's funny. Yeah, so... What else are we missing here? Uh, well, we talked about the first two days. Well, yeah, I guess we, we sort of... As far as timeline goes, we're back at... We kind of went out of order here. Um, Luke broke his hub. 
then we did trails, then I broke my um leaf pin. Centering pin. And then did we go Ooh, back we out talk about that? No, I think we then cut it short there. We then start cooking. Um we could talk about the V notch. We don't have to talk about the other two individuals that went through it, but we can talk about your little escapade through it, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was, cool. that was fun. I, <laughs> it was a spark show. I had a lot of fun making that uh, that little reel with just all of the, the sparks on it. I thought that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, I was fucking impressed you even put tire on it. Like, that was... That was impressive to me because that was a pretty gnarly. It's like a little hidden gem in the trail system too. I was not expecting that to be the what we were going to like. We were at graveyard. We were literally in the trailhead. Oh, and that's right. We like, had done a yellow jacket right before that, right? Yeah. We had gone yep, down. Yep, yep, yep. We hit yellow jacket. Uh, Luke fell in the hole. Um, he's handing a tool to somebody working on a truck, I guess. So he's actually muted right now, but uh, he'll be back in a second. I'm sure he'd love to talk about that. Uh, he fell in a hole. We had to drag him out of that. I took a middle line because Dad was like, take this line. I was like, okay, watch me. Uh, and so we did it. Um, it was like a pretty stupid it. line to be it was, to be it was very dumb. It was, but it was hysterical. <laughs> like, that's the type of shit I do where everybody does, like, the one line. And I'm like, well, it's nah, different, right? I've done, I that. walked that middle line. I walked the middle line that everybody does on 37s. Like, I don't know how I did it, but, you know, it. It did it just fine, so I figured, well, I don't really, Luke's way didn't, I got out and looked at the way Luke was going, and other than that you can hit that back uh, ledge, which wasn't even that crazy, like, you're just doing a drop and then going around the obstacle, so, yeah. when, when Colin or Dan or whoever it was, like, do the middle one, I was like, yeah, that looks kind of cool, we'll try it, and uh, <laughs> we got hung up, but it was still funny. Um, oh yeah, that was cool, that was cool for sure. And I don't know why, Yellow Jacket... Even for a blue, it's a ton of fun. There's just so many different little like offshoots and ways for it to hang you up. It's a good little trail. Yeah, I I mean I think it's a quite a cool trail, honestly. For being a blue, I mean it's tight, it's technical, like it's it's a solid blue for sure. Yeah, it's a good trail. I like that one. Um, and it, it's like the rock formation is just cool too. Like it's like, yeah it's angled. Uh, like is it? It's got to be granite, but like it doesn't really look like a granite formation in my opinion it's kind of weird mm -hmm. um but yeah then after that we scooted over we were gonna hit cemetery which is also a cool trail that we didn't hit or tombstone whichever one both those are cool um then we shot over to uh the v-notch which i actually had talked with uh nick barrett about before we even went to Roush, he had hit those, I think he was even saying when we were there, he hit it a couple weeks ago, and it, like, dragged his whole body up. Oh, um, Jesus. Yeah, so I was like, huh, well, I want to, and I had told him then, I was like, I want to try that. So as soon as they were like, yeah, we're doing, we're going to V-Notch, I was like, oh, shit, this is the one we talked about, I want to try that. Um, And I knew if I had made it into the same spot that he had made it, my body wouldn't have fared nearly as bad as his, because he doesn't have an exo cage. He didn't have any tube to roll off of. I do. True. So I wasn't really concerned about, I mean, I wouldn't be concerned anyways, but I wasn't as, I wasn't worried about the body turning into a fucking uh, crushed can, so to speak. Uh, but I don't know. And I think Chris it's even said it body. after I had no business on that trail. And that's 
100% true, but it was a ton of fun, and definitely was a fun little show with that leaf spring. What, the <laughs> notch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. notch. I think you that. had no... No, you're good. I think you had no business, but if you had did it, that had been pretty fucking Oh, cool. it would have been legendary. And, like, there was... Oh, yeah. Had, having looked at the videos... I don't know if I would have made it through... If I had gotten up that, I don't know if I would have been able to actually get out of it. But had I heated the tires up a little bit more, it might have grabbed instead of just bounced. Um, and it might have made it through. I don't know. It was, it's, hard, it's a hard call. Um, the leaf spring smacking every three seconds was a ticking time bomb, though. That was going to rip the whole leaf <laughs> out at some point. It sounded abysmal from in the cab. And it didn't look that pretty from... Uh, Ryan's point of view, either. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it wasn't that pretty. No, no, it was pretty nasty. Um, I mean, you almost had it, but then you would have just gotten hamstrung by it's like the departure angle, the non DOT or the DOT tires at the top. I don't, I don't think the DOTs are an excuse at Roush. Honestly, they grip. I think like, right at the top. Yeah, everything's easier with a red, but or a sticky. But you're not a. I don't think that's. Well, everyone that made it through there for some of that stuff. Yeah, they had 42 stickies. Of course, it did. But that's. Well, can I, can I finish my thought? No. No. Okay. Yes, you can finish. Uh, everyone that made it through there. The reason I brought the DOTs up is because they were all spinning uh, their front tires while they were pulling their rear axle with neither fucking tire connected. Well, I in can the back put the over front that dig on. Heat the fronts. Leave the backs. You can. Go. I'm just saying, like, I think that the stickies were definitely helping everyone that made it there at that one top section on the last rock on the way out. Oh, yeah, 100%. But if I had to get winched out the last little bit and I didn't break, I'd still be happy. Like, I wouldn't care at that point. I know that top twists people up. And, you know, when, when both Curtis and... Uh, Jason got kind of bound up up top. I knew if I actually made it, it would be a mess getting me out of the top. And then seeing Sean blow that hub, like, it would have been mm. messy, but, um... Sean also wasn't really listening, to be honest with you. He was kind of <laughs> just shoving the rig in and hoping that it was going to stick. Like, they were telling him how to do it, and he just wasn't listening. You know, that, you know that's a part hey, of Sean. it. But, yeah. uh... But I wasn't really listening on the backside of Shoot the Moon either. I just kept getting pissed. So oh, yeah, you I were grumpy. It. You were like, I don't, it's not grabbing. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, I watched the videos back on that. I learned a lot just from watching the videos. Oh, yeah. It's funny how much you learn about how how you were fucking up or how, what you were doing well uh, when you're watching videos of yourself. Yeah, and so others. goddamn close, too. Oh, I know. Uh, That's why it was annoying. Because you were right fucking there. I was right fucking there, and it just... It kept being the rear tires cacking me. Yep. Like, mean, they would get hung up on something, and then it would just stop the whole Jeep, and it did not want to go. Um, but Weird. it looked like I had the most success, like, on that far left line, if I had cut into it right as it started to climb to go passenger. Yeah, and that's the original line for that side that I remember taking on the 37s, is you have to line yourself up with that ledge, that little ramp thing, and just gun it, and it'll kick you where you I'm need to go, if you, as long as you don't stay. I'm further left than that. 
Oh, you uh, mean the left the left line entirely? Yeah. Is this on the video that I took before my phone died? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was. You uh, almost had that line too. I guess you're right. The other I line is definitely easier on that line than the other line, though. Like if I had cut into it while it was rolling on the far line, I would have made it. Yeah. Because it would have caused the spot that the rear tires both hit at the same time to have not gotten uh, hung up. And it would have steered me away from that boulder that I could see from in the cab. Also, it's incredibly frustrating when you like can start piecing stuff together from what's going on outside to what you were thinking in the cab and what you could see in the cab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that goes to, like, they're looking at the videos of me doing V-Notch, like, it really, like, everybody was telling me that uh, all this crazy shit about the leaf spring, but, I mean, I beat the crap out of it another day, and it didn't break, didn't have any issues. It was just that bent one getting gra grabbing everything after the fact, because I didn't even bend it on that rock that I thought I did. I bent it on a rock before that one, and then it was just fucked going into that whole spot, so it was just grabbing on all that shit after the fact. Uh, there was... A video that I think Colin took up at the top where like it had climbed to where it kind of wanted to be and it just didn't had I heated them up and like kept the thing it was bouncing around but had I unlocked the rear spun the front a little bit to heat them up it might have actually dragged it because it wanted it there was nothing blocking it I think Jason even says that it just wasn't climbing um but I was all wigged out because everybody was telling me I was losing brackets and, you know, things were sounding horrible. Because uh, nobody, everybody was looking at the, uh, those, those front leaf spring brackets that are bowing up into the floor, telling me that yeah. those were the problem. And they were a problem, but... Uh, they are a problem. Yes, they are a problem. Are we going to fix them before fall crawl? Probably not. Uh, I do have. You're not gonna fix brackets. your leaf springs. I'm doing you a blue fix, trail. You're not. Oh, you're not fixing the pack. I don't need to. Oh my god, you're crazy. I'm bringing a leaf spring, but I don't need to. It's not a. You know how dumb you're gonna look when you break that leaf spring on a blue trail, and all these guys are gonna be like, "Wow, this guy built this big ass jeep, and it can't even do a fucking blue trail." It's not gonna break on a blue trail. <laughs> I hope not. I I just I, I hope up, not. I dragged it through crucible, talisman, and uh, F trail, and some other things on that drag leaf. Is a, with drag no is issues. a loose term. You still flopped it. What? <laughs> I said drag is a loose term. You still flopped it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, think, I just can't I think blame you. I, sh I do need to fix it, but I just I don't think I'm gonna have the time this week to to get that done. Right, I'm already burning a day here, and you know we got Thursday and then Friday. I probably won't have any time either. So I'm literally up tomorrow to like fix things on mine. And Sean also wanted his done. It's not gonna be done, Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, so rip, rip, Sean. Yeah, it's just not enough time to get that done. Like I said, I think it needs another week worth of work of weeknights and uh, then we'll, then we'll be in a better spot. But you know, at this point I just want to get it done right and have it be a, you know, a solid rig to wheel. I don't want it to be, uh, like I said, for, for trying to hit a deadline of Roush, uh, I was willing to cut a few corners in looks 
and just have it be more functionality than form. But now that that's done and gone, and realistically, there's no way it'll make it to Fall Crawl. Uh, I, I want it to both function and not look like I slapped together in three fucking days. So we're going to take a little bit longer with it. We have all the pieces for the most part other than the transfer case bullshit, which I need to address, but uh, just little stuff like that. So it'll be done, just not done this this week. The small stuff always sucks the worst, though. Oh, yeah. It's all like little brackets and stuff, and then, you know, some minute details on the cab, getting the seats lined up where they need to be. Like, all the main work where the tube is done. It'll do door bars on it because it had them originally. I want to put them back on, especially after seeing Curtis's flop, like all that little stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cool to see that out there, especially on the Reds. Um, and given Sean's driving style, I think that it'll work well. I think that the weekend at Roush was probably one of the best things for Sean. Um, just in regards to getting to drive Miguel's buggy, my Jeep, and, like, that's a motivating factor. Yeah, I mean... He seemed motivated before, but... Yeah, I mean, he'll be motivated when his when his Jeep's done, too. Because he'll have a rigged wheel that isn't a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, that thing's gonna be nice. What's wrong uh, with wheeling garbage, Graham? Come on, dude. Nothing, it's just less <sighs> fun than wheeling good stuff. Fair. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy with how my stuff held up all weekend. Like my brakes were all stupid and self-induced. Except for the transfer case. Well, I guess that's still self-induced, isn't it? Uh yeah, yeah, um as we posted on Instagram, you can see that video there. Uh yeah, it was a uh... Kind of, I mean, you were just going for it, and then you just went, bloop, just right in. <laughs> it, that didn't even break anything, though. When do you think you broke the transfer case? I think it was then. You don't You don't think it was there? I think I set everything in motion at um, at the backside of Shoot the Moon. No. When would you have hit your transfer case there? Oh, I don't think that it was just a hit that happened. Um because I didn't hit the transfer case, like you can see in the video that you posted it and Collins posted, it just settled down onto the cross member, and that's where it stopped. You don't uh, think that it would have hit your your transfer case before then resting on the cross member? No, because the cross member's in front. Your cross member's in front of your transfer case. Yeah, mine is behind, so I'm just confused on that. With your, I don't know how yours is behind, or you're really bad at math. Because it holds the transmission, which is in front of the. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Cody's really bad at math today. No, a hundred percent. Because a, a what? Hold on a second. I'll be back. Don't talk to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting here waiting for this. Fucking had me second guessing myself. Yeah. It, what? shot um and like it would have hit my second set of cross members that are behind the transfer case before it hit the transfer case because they hang lower oh yeah no you're totally fucking right i'm retarded <laughs> yeah what? that's then... why I... <laughs> I was confused there buddy 
hey I'm, about you. I'm dyslexic my north and south are backwards right that, that um, something <laughs> and from my limited experience of putting it on the trailer driving it around and whatnot i think what happened was that i started the break at the backside of shoot the moon uh then i honed it for the rest of the day uh with the broken transmission mount and somehow in there I shot the bearings from the inside of the planetary because if you make more than a full like revolution of the tires now, it makes horrendous clunking and grinding noises. Oh boy. Um, yeah, so like the hole that appeared appears to be an exit hole. What would have exited the transfer case? A uh, piece of bearing. I don't know what else actually would have happened in there, but it appears to be an exit hole because it is much um what's the technical term it appears that the metal moved outwards because the back side of the hole is not um it's more open than the front side of the hole so like it took bits That's of aluminum weird. with it yeah yeah it's really weird whatever happened in there and it managed to bust the shifter linkage um that might have been just like a rock or something getting up in there somehow because there's a big dent in the floor too that's not near the transfer case that wasn't there before. Hmm. Well, you fucked it. I done did fucked it. Real good. Um I think I might have another transfer case lined up from a junkyard out of a 97. Um so I'm just probably going to go and cry as I pay the $185 for it. God. But that's one thing that does suck about the South is that uh, there's a lot less rusted up vehicles, so certain parts cost more. Like they want 190 bucks for a Dana 30. Kingpin 60s are going for a grand. That's that's. I mean, I guess yeah, Kingpins I can see being expensive. Super duties, oh. you can still find them if you know the right people for cheap. Yeah, but don't all the mudding guys like the kingpins? So I wouldn't be surprised do. if down south that they would be going for those. The kingpins. Well, now everybody gets the, uh, oh, I mean, no. They should still. Anybody who wants kingpins. to pay $1,000 for a kingpin axle in 2022 can go right on ahead. Uh, I'll pay $300 for an 05 Super Duty and uh, never put ball joint eliminators in it because I, I'm too cheap. Uh, you know, you could do that I'm gonna be honest. Better. I'm gonna put another set of ball joints in my axle. I don't care. Um, I've I'm on three years on junkyard ball joints. Knock on wood. Um, so that's part of this winter's plan is that it's getting ball joints. Or maybe that's the opposite of what I should do. I should probably leave the junkyard ones in there until they explode. I'd say just keep running them until they fucking explode. And then you're sitting there with it on the ground, and then you gotta replace them then. I think that's the best move. <laughs> Probably. Um, I did take out another 60 shaft, too. When? I don't know. Um, I cracked the yoke, though. And the cap is welded to it, so I don't know how that uh, didn't explode, but apparently... When you weld the caps, uh, they don't explode when you crack the yoke under light abuse. 
Uh, and that happened on the comp course as well. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Came down pretty hard on that one section, so I'm not surprised at all. Yep. And it was that that was the only tire that had the traction on it. So I ate two long sides. Um, the end of the world could have been worse. Yeah, one of the long side. I had the same issue with my shit. I've never broken a 60 shaft, and then this weekend I break a stub and I break an inner. Like, two separate axle shafts, too. Like, what's the odds on that? I'm not too sure. (laughs) I mean, that's just how it goes. Like, that was the same thing with the 50. Didn't break, didn't break, didn't break, then all of a sudden... Stub shaft, stub shaft, ugh, stub shaft, stub shaft, hubs, like grenade unit bearings because stub shaft explodes in it. Like it just became nonstop. And then the gear started blowing up and I was like, yeah, this is done. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to put a uh, phone call into BART and just get some 30 spline stubs on the way. And just try and salvage it uh, to get it back together for good evening, because there's no way I'm gonna afford. Oh yeah, don't don't bother with the 35 splines yet. But like, if you go to good evening and you blow more stub shafts, just save up for the 35 splines and be done with it, because yeah. you'll have so much more luck. I think that if I'm gonna do that, I'm just gonna go chromo for everything in there at that point. Um, you know, it's not as cool. Um, to throw 30 splines back in it, but I'm just going to grab the 30 spline chromos, put them in, and run it. It's like, I I don't have the time uh, before good evening to bore out the hubs, and I've got, you know, other broken stuff, like the fact I broke the motor mount, the transfer case, the transmission mount, and all that stuff that I have to fix. Yeah. And I have to undo hackery that was done to get it back out on the trail originally to get the transmission mount out and stuff like that, you know? Because I have to weld the cross member into it to get it to not flex that upper link. So, I have to cut that back out. Yeah, yeah. You'll and figure it out. That... You just got a 231 to put in. and Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world, it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. I gotta see if the Dan gave me a couple his his leaf packs that he had. I don't know what they're not Clayton's. I don't know what they are. I may talk to Clayton and see if I can get a uh, what if I, what I could get one leaf spring for if they'd sell me one. I don't know if they will, but uh, if they would, that'd be cool. If not, I'll just bastard pack it and. Well, they have a pretty good warranty. I give them a ton of credit. I've had those leaves on there for at least two years, I think. I don't remember when I swapped. They've got a lifetime warranty, if I remember right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, let me go and just double check that so I'm not talking out of my ass, but... I've never heard of this, so that'd be new to me. So, let's see. I'm on Clayton's website now. Uh, About... So what's stopping you from really going for Link, Graham? I mean, you have the mindset. You know you can do it. What's uh, stopping it's, you? It's time and money. I don't Fair. know. I barely have time to work on my shit as it is. 
So it's staying on Leaf Springs for now. Um, and then as soon as I have, and I need to just, I need to squirrel away parts too, right? Like you don't really think about it, but I had all of the parts for the four or for the front coilover set up way ahead of time. I had the coilover sitting for like a year and a half. I had the air bump sitting for a minute. I had spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, how I wanted to do that before we even really started. Granted, there's always stuff that you kind of uh, wing on the fly because you don't really know what you're getting into, but I, I had a good idea on what I wanted, and it wasn't something that I just, like, went in the shop and was like, I'm putting the coilovers in, and, uh, you know, just started doing it. Like, I, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do before I even started, so... And I haven't even really gotten through... I've started to sort of formulate what I want in the rear with a four-link setup. And just at the same time, I want to I want to address some things with the unibody back there. I don't know if, if anybody rolled under it, but if you roll under it and look at it, the, the bottom rail of the unibody in the very back, it's folding it's and like rotting out a little bit. So you know, realistically, that all needs to come out. I hate my lack of storage in the back or just because of the way I did the front and uh, how I took the rear seats out right before that space had some function, but now mm -hmm. with the tank in the very back, uh, it doesn't no have rear seat. You, it's kind of like a, it's an oily sloppy, gross mess because that oil that dumped in there. And I just sort of throw all my shit in the back, right? There's no organization to it. And it, it bugs me. I don't. It doesn't need to be organized back there, right? Everything just gets tossed around, anyways. But it'd be nice to put the pack out plate that I've had sitting for <laughs> a year and a half at this point in there, and you know, do a proper sell so it's not hack as fuck. Um, at the same time, address some fuel. Like, it's gonna be more than just slap a four link in it. Yeah. If it I is. do it, it always is. It. Yeah. I agree. Okay, that makes sense. So um, it'll get there. And the other thing is, I don't want to do. I can't do a fuel cell that's less than the factory tank. I refuse to do a fuel cell that is 15 gallons. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I think that making a two gallon concession is reasonable. Yeah, two is fine because you can buy the 20 gallon cells. Yeah, um, but I won't do a motor built. I don't know what I'd do. It'd have to be something more standalone. I, dude, honestly, if I were to do it again, I would just buy one of the plastic cells with the simple mount kit like uh what ball chris ball runs or uh one of the metal bladder cells yeah you know? i was thinking if i was gonna if, and that's another thing i wouldn't do a junkie cell i'd have to do something that like with all the pieces so it works properly it's not like a and like curtis's cell what does curtis have for a cell you'll have to ask him but if it's got a couple little quirks like I think that he messed the uh, fueler, or the fill cap, I'm sorry, up. And that was, I think, something he fabricated himself. I don't think it was something that was done um, by the manufacturer of the cell. But it's just like a square, I think it's a 15-gallon, but whatever brand it is, it's well-packaged in there. Everything sits in the center, and I've never seen that thing starving. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to uh, see what he has. I yeah, yeah. I, I just can't do a 15 gallon. Like I want the thing to be drivable on the road for. I don't have a problem a with while. the 15 gallon, 
because anywhere Hell, if that I I'm going to go more fuel, I would. That'd help put weight in the back if I'm going to do a four link. Like, I got no problem with that. So, I don't know. And, you know, I cannot stress how much nicer it is having the four link in there. Oh, um, I know. I, I have ridden in rigs with four links versus not four links with very similar setups otherwise, and it's just night and day. Like, it's worth it doing, but to me, it'd have to be... For it to be better than my Leaf Springs setup, granted, it wouldn't take much to be better than my shitty Leaf Springs right now, uh, like, I'd, I wouldn't want to skip on parts, right? I'd want to... Right? Because think... if you do a four link, you, you automatically are, without some supporting pieces like uh, Sway Bar and... Um... Proper geometry and all that shit, right? You're you're sacrificing some things that you'd get out of. Yeah, I would the, agree. The stability of leaf springs is uh very nice, and it's the reason I... my rigs now know, no, not now. The previous before I fucked up my leaf spring setup, my leaf springs worked amazing, and I will bring them back to that status once I get that leaf swapped or packed up with new leaves. And I adjust where they're sitting a little more. Um, I'll get it back there before I go four link, and then who knows? I may, you know, delay that further. But um... so the reason that I'm saying I don't know on that is that I feel that my setup, uh, I had stiff leafs in there before. You know, everyone made fun of it, but it was incredibly stable before. It feels more stable now. Um with the four link, even though it moves the body around a little bit more, I haven't found a point where it's felt uncomfortable yet. Uh, if anything, there are times where driving into something, if there is still spring load going into the body, the body feels more planted. So I think that, I don't know. It sounds kind of like cope. <laughs> <laughs> it maybe it is maybe it is i don't know i'm very used to the the leaf springs that the things had so um i mean i'm sure it's there's a it's a change right it's different so yeah uh there's definitely a level of getting used to i i won't deny that the ride quality is a million times better uh like that's like yeah. taking leaf springs out of the front and going to you know coil shock front versus all that i it's have just... been pondering though I think that I'm going to hold off on the sway bar, especially after this trip, until I do the front coilovers. And then when I do the front coilovers, I'm going to put the anti-rock up front. Really? You really? put it front versus up back? Yep. Hmm. Why would you do that? Um, I don't feel that I... Like, on the road, I feel like I could use it because I will... It is a boat on the road. You don't want to get it over 55, 60 on the road and take a tight corner on pavement, not in four-wheel drive. But driving that thing, like, to the limits of what I am comfortable with, sorry, Cody, um, over the weekend, I just didn't feel like I needed it. There was no point where I felt sketched out by Homeboy it. just said he wouldn't do 50 down the highway, but we did 60 down a green trail. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I was in the passenger seat. Great. No, no, no. <laughs> the speed limit's like 20 or 15 or 10, Cody. You didn't go over that. You're, yes, you're you're right. Yep. Yep. Uh -huh. Speed limit was followed. Was yes, smart. it was followed to the absolute 15.9 miles an hour. 
Yes. Um, but it felt so much better in four-wheel drive. The four-link does, with the welded rear axle, it does torque around corners on pavement. So for the majority of the driving I've been doing on, like, county roads and some of the smaller highways around here where you can get away with doing under 50 or, like, 55, 60, it's not terrible because you're not going into super tight corners. But, like, say I'm going to, or I'm going down, like, some back road where you're in the hairpins at 20 miles an hour, I don't like the way it feels. Um, and that could easily be controlled by the front, especially if there are coilovers in the front as well. It's going to be a little bit easier to package up front, I think. So do you think that possibly could be that your ride height going down a flat road, you don't like that compared to when it's off-settled going down a trail? What do you mean... Um... Well, because if you're hitting bumps and stuff like that, your suspension is going to be off-settled. So if you're saying to me that you feel more confident in it, in it off-settled, hitting bumps, going down a trail than you do on a flat road, that just doesn't make sense. It's kind of weird. It's got more to do with the rear axle and the fact that the front axle is not pulling. So when the front axle is pulling, it helps to kind of mitigate the torque effect of the motor going directly into the rear axle, which is what causes that twisting effect that you get. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, the drive shaft spinning the opposite direction, if I, or the same direction, but it's applying torque across the, every single wheels getting 25% of the motor's torque versus the two rear wheels getting 50%. Hmm. All right, that makes sense. Yep. Um, so driving in four-wheel drive, got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's not, like, terrible. It's This is me being a little bit nitpicky about it because, like, I can absolutely go drive it around. But I'm not going to pass Morgan the keys to go and drive it to, like, McDonald's because she doesn't know it drives like a boat. So Fair I'm up. trying to correct that. That's what I mean by that. And, like, I'm confident enough in it to drive it how I drove it this weekend. Mm-hmm. That that's all I got there. Anyone got any uh closing thoughts on this? Because I think this was a pretty damn good episode. No, I think I think we're setting ourselves up for the next few. Um I think we've alluded pretty good to who our next few guests may be. I, I couldn't tell you who it would be. but well, I'm interested to hear from some of those other guys because I think this trip especially, we definitely split ourselves up more uh, just because there were just more people, more groups split up, and mm -hmm. Curtis was being a little bitch and went with other people. I barely got to wheel with, like a, like we said, I barely wheeled with uh, Jason or any of those guys, and I like, like wheeling with those guys. And of course, after I flopped, Curtis was like, oh, you should come with us. I was like, well, no, I've been with these guys. I'm going to, you know, stick with my group, bud. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to hear, you know, the, the Curtis and, oh, shoot, I'm giving away our guests. Well, obviously, Curtis is coming on. Just uh, give it away at this point. It'll be interesting to hear the Curtis and Jason saga. Um, and then I think there are other people lined up. We'll hear about their sagas as well throughout the trails. I'm interested to see what some of those other guys think. If they are uh, actually guests that we're having on, I don't know yet, which is why I'm not naming people. Um, it's going to be good. Um, I'm going to just say that. And I think that instead of the normal uh, tire kicking, we got to 
once again just give a huge thank you to the rockaholics guys that showed out um huge thank you to curtis i can't believe i'm thanking curtis um the what was it tommy that had that blue yeah. yj buggy that thing was sick it was awesome yeah, Tommy was a cool guy um he's a he's a character i give him credit oh there. yeah um you know bill at hardline fab had a rough weekend but he was a cool guy to talk with really cool guy i mean they helped me fix my i didn't even mention that i fixed my fucking brake uh issues <laughs> in the parking lot had my new master Ow. my new booster just loaded that all up and they they uh you know in their spot uh and and Bill came over with lights. It was starting to get dark. He was like, here, so you're working with your fucking phone light. He threw, like, a couple of the Milwaukee lights. I was like, thank you. Holy shit. Now I can put these <laughs> stupid things on. So, great deal. You know, That's pretty cool, cool meeting those people. Uh, another huge shout-out to um, Sam from Naked and Afraid Fabrication for feeding me. And he's just a cool dude in general, so it was great seeing him again. Even though we didn't get to wheel, I wanted to wheel with him. Um... <laughs> And the Long Island boys, we had like, it was a crazy turnout. Um, I can't wait for next year. I'm upset I missed last year. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I said that's a pretty a good, good closing. <laughs> Never not you know? a good time. And if you missed it this year, there's always gonna be next year. May not be at Roush, but it'll oh, be it'll somewhere be in Labor Day weekend. Go to Roush. It'll we'll be, be there. <laughs> yep. And remember, on that note, drink your fucking water and fuck. Oh, we drink. forgot to talk about that. No, nah, we no, we okay. no, you weren't here. We talked about it. Oh, you okay. were here. You're passing uh, wrenches to some dude working on a Ford in your yard or some shit. Oh yeah, that, that was a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drink your water. Fuck Lee Springs. Um, rest in peace, NP two thirty one. You served me well, and have a good night, everyone.